Lake Storm Bowling Products, the Bowlers Company, presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Tim Berg and Kendall Miles. Above180.com's Tim Berg and Storm's web content manager and former collegiate bowler at Weber International University, Kendall Miles, are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Tim and Kendall. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Mark and Mike Scroggins. Mark is the head coach at West Texas A&M University, and Mike bowled on the PBA Tour, winning eight titles, including two majors. Mike and Mark, it's Tim Berg and Kendall Miles here. Thank you for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having us. All right. Mark, we, we thought we'd begin with you. We reached out to you as, as we're right in that middle. Uh, you know, there's no collegiate bowling obviously taking place. All the tournaments are done. We've got a little bit of time in between. But I wanted to reach out to you, me and Kendall did, to chat about recruiting. You and your brother are out on the recruiting trail right now. So why don't you talk about what recruiting, how, how that process begins for you guys and, and where you guys are at and, and, um, and just recruiting in general for West Texas A&M. Yeah, we're um, we're actually on our way down to Houston. Uh, I had a uh, youth coach down in Houston. Her name's Roxy, and she set up this little uh, like clinic for uh, Mike and I to come down and talk to some of the kids in the Houston area about college bowling. And we're going to show them, you know, give them some instructions and stuff. And it's going to be a little two-hour. Uh, program and what we're going to do is just tell them you know well i'm going to tell them about west Texas a&m and just in general how college bowling works and stuff like that and then once we're done in houston we're going to make it over to colleen texas and we're going to make an appearance at the the dick atkinson memorial tournament um that they're having over in in uh hallmark lanes in colleen wow that's uh that's pretty incredible and you know you've been doing this for for quite a bit now um, and I mean, I'm, I'm 28 and well removed from college bowling. So it's been a while now, but you know, how has it changed the recruiting process from when you maybe started to what you're doing now? Well, um, it was a little easier to recruit back in the day because a lot of schools didn't actually, you know, give, give out scholarships for bowling and stuff. And now today, it's a lot tougher to to get kids to come to West Texas because, unfortunately, you know, I'm I'm one of the schools that doesn't give out a bowling scholarship. But you know, our low tuition counts as a bowling scholarship. But but now schools, you know, they're even for men and women, they're giving out uh, tons of money for bowling scholarships. So it's a little tougher. It's a little a little more of an uphill battle for me. But hey, we're rebuilding and we're getting the momentum going again. And Mike, when you're out there with your brother and you guys are watching the the high school players throw and you guys are looking at things, how do you guys view things? I'm sure you have to view things a little bit different. How do you guys work through that and what what are your differences and what you each are looking for in the, in the athletes? Well, just, uh, you know, their uh, game in general, you know, if they have the proper mechanics and, uh, you know, how they're uh, – uh, progressing through their game but uh and see if they're you know actually uh comparable for uh college bowling but um you know you got to have that team concept mentality and uh you know <laughs> it, it, we can really check uh see that you know through their attitudes and stuff like that 
Plus, also, also look to see if, if, you know, if they're coachable, if they're listening to what I'm saying and, or if they feel like they already know everything, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, you know, both of you guys, you and your brother being phenomenally accomplished players yourself, throughout this process, how much has that come into play, you being a player yourself, um, at the level you guys have achieved and, and then being able to coach? Because, again, it's not just, you know, it's not just, the physical game, it's, you know, getting them to focus right in the classroom and getting them to be dedicated, like you said. How much of you being a player yourself has really been a, a help for you and being a head coach of the program? Uh, oh, it's, it's helped me tremendously. I mean, the uh, thing I've, I've really uh, concentrated on throughout my years is, is time management. The kids nowadays, uh, some of them don't know how to, to – um, manage their time properly and they get behind in classes or they get behind in practice. And that's one thing I do stress once the kids get here is time management. And when we're out on tour, that's what you had to do is time management because you had to be at a specific, you know, squad time, specific pro-am, you know, and you just got to, you know, just manage your time well. And what um, we talked about how you guys are seeing some, you know, how recruiting has changed. How have bowlers, how have high school athletes evolved over the years? I mean, aside from, you know, the most obvious, I would say, would be the two-hand, you know, two-handed game when you're looking at players or seeing a lot of a lot of athletes doing that. But what what other things? And then even when it comes to two-handed, how are you guys approaching that? And, and what's your, your perspective on things with the two-handed game and then coaching and then and even how that even fits into the team? Uh, I'm learning more and more about two-handed bowling, and I really enjoy the, the um, fundamentals and characteristics of what goes into uh, being a, a, a excellent two-handed bowler. The uh, um, the mechanics, just you know, just watching it and just how how their the, everyone's court the, the two-handed bowler is coordinated to get to the line in a you know a consistent matter is unbelievable. So I've, I've really started concentrating on developing more two-handed bowlers. And so I'll flip this question over to Mike. Um, and again, with the career you've had, it's been astounding to, to watch over the years. And as me growing up, you know, watching you bowl has always been super, super cool. And it's great to, to be speaking with you. Um, you've been around the tour. You were in the tour for a long time. So again, speaking of two-handers, you know, what's your opinion of that? I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty different game, but it's also exciting because it, it's creating new bowlers. So, kind of someone who lived that that life for so long, like, what's your kind of perspective on the difference, and kind of how does it has it looked to someone like yourself? Well, uh, let's just say that I was in the right era for my my game because. <laughs> If I had a bowl today, there's there's no way I could compete. I mean, these guys are just unbelievable what they do with the bowling balls nowadays. I mean, it seems like everybody is going to the two-handing. So, for me, growing up, and there wasn't anybody doing it back in the 80s or 90s. And um, so, we didn't have to compete against that. But when uh, Jason Belboni got on tour... We were thinking, you know, this this is just going to be a fad. It, you know, it's it's never going to last. But man, that that first show he made, and then I come back home like 
six weeks after that show and I come back home to Amarillo, I see all the junior bowlers doing this. I said, oh, my God, this thing's going to blow up like you wouldn't believe. And then all the success that Jason's had, I mean, it's just blown the whole uh, two-handed thing apart. I mean, it's just unbelievable what these kids are doing with these balls nowadays. And and it's it's just going to get better, I believe. Mark, you had mentioned how West Texas is not able to give bowling scholarships. How are you able to work around that and attract bowlers? Because that's something that everyone is looking for. And with recruiting being so competitive and something that is on the minds of parents and students. Well, uh, you know, WT does pride pride themselves in in giving out a lot of academic scholarships. So we try to put together an academic package for them. And also we have eight lanes on campus that we're able to put out any kind of sports shot and they can come down and and work on their game at, you know, any time of the day. So that's a benefit also. And it's just the attraction of where West Texas – is in canyon texas it's just it's a nice college town and once you get there it's hard to leave actually so i just you know i just try to get the kids to to buy in the fact that as a team atmosphere and we're building a team to try to get you know some of the kids that uh that want to bowl um in college up there and i was and i've been lucky enough to kind of grow up in the era of you creating this team and 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 bowling and competing next to you guys and i've definitely feel that the program you've established is is exactly that you you built a bond with this team and you know many programs you know can can get great players and they just might not functionally get players that this might not work the best on the team so again i've I've watched you guys compete closely and it seems like you guys create a unity or a bond and and a team Mm -hmm. like a true team aspect it's not just five players or or eight players on the team what have you done to achieve that so effectively? Do you want to answer that? Oh, no, um, go ahead. Um, uh, what we've done is just treat everyone like family. I mean, uh, we're lucky where our bowling center is is down. They call it the dungeon, which it is a dungeon. We have eight synthetic lanes with GSX machines. I mean, it's a nice facility. But we just like calling it dungeon because it is sort of our place and all the kids just come down there. They'll do homework. I mean, it'll be, it's like a family atmosphere. They just come and go between classes. They'll come down and, and do their homework or, or just throw a few shots and then they'll go to class. And it's just uh, a nice atmosphere for kids to relax and they get to, you know, know everyone very well. And then we get, you know, travel on trips and it's just, it's just a fun atmosphere for kids to be able to bond. So circling back to recruiting, one of the things that's grown exponentially in the last 10 years is junior gold. Is that is that an area where you guys are, are, are heading out to, uh, you know, will you guys head out to the tournament and take a look, uh, look at some of the talent there? Or how does that work for you? And then as far as regulations, I, I know we'll talk to coaches and everyone kind of has some, some different rules they ha- and standards they have to abide to. How does that look for you guys and in, in, uh, in things as you move forward? Yeah, we've been to a couple of uh, uh, junior golds. And it's just, you know, whenever the budget allows for that year, I'll try to make it to junior gold. Uh, of course, the one in, in Texas we went to, and then there was one in, in – um, 
I think Detroit that we went to. Mm-hmm. But uh, other than that, we'll you know we'll try to make a junior gold in the bowling combine that that USBC has in in August. I'll try to make to that. But uh, um, other than that, uh, that's about what what was the rest. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was mainly yeah. If you had you know heading to Junior Gold, what you're looking for when you go to those huge you know those huge combines where you just have you know kids. It's a destination for the athletes to go, and there's so many of them to watch and try to get an eye on of of who you're looking for. What are some things in those bigger scales when you go to those bigger events, the bigger venues that you're looking for in um, in athletes? Oh, um, just. Make sure that, you know, uh, I want to see how they react under stress, especially, you know, in tournament conditions and, and and see how they react. And if it's a positive reaction or a negative. And I also, you know, want to know that the, if they're coachable. And, um, uh, you know, I'll talk to the parents some and just see how involved the parents are and if, if they have a, a, a good support back home and, uh, for their bowling and and yeah, that's probably about it. <clears throat> so, what are some of the majors uh, at the university that do attract some of the players? Uh, we have engineering, nursing, uh, agriculture at West Texas. I mean, we agribusiness is getting huge, and and pre vet uh, there at West Texas because we just opened up a couple of uh, ag buildings, brand new ag buildings that are are fantastic so that's that's mainly at west texas uh engineering is a huge one uh in fact my nephew will he graduated with the engineering degree from west texas yeah all right and you guys were in the smack dab of the usbc open championships i know you guys had said you guys created it was a little while back before pre-covid you created the lefty mafia now, can you guys talk about um, before the call we started talking, and you all said you aren't heading out to the Open Championships, but you just mentioned uh, Will is that's uh, Mike's son. So, can you talk about that, and then um, the creation of the group, and then I guess the way the group seems to be evolving. Yeah, uh, we started this in uh, what was it, 2015? Is it in El Paso? Yeah, yeah. First year, the first year was in El Paso, and. Uh, the way it kind of came about was uh, Mark Mark and I were talking one day, and Mark kept saying, you know, that Jeff Regal's guy, he gets all these uh, righties to play the same line, you know, and they break down the shot, and they bowl good every year. He said, Mark said, well, how come lefties can't do that? And I said, well, I, I don't see why they can. It's never been really done. <laughs> so... That's basically how we uh, came up with the idea, and, and Mark just put it on Facebook and said, you know, whoever's interested in bowling on our teams, just send us some video, and we'll take a look and see what we come up with, and and that's about basically how it came about, and we picked, uh, what, eight eight people, and I, I guess uh, uh, there was one that was already on. But other than that, uh, there were seven people we picked from and from videos, and that's how it came about. Yeah. And it, it's kind of evolved now to where um, Darren Hansen's taking the reins, and uh, he, there's a couple of uh, local guys from Emerald that are bowling on it, Kirk A. Duddle and, and then Will, of course, my nephew. 
and then, but it's still, you know, people, the lefties from all over the country that come together in Vegas and, 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 and that's the only time they'll see each other is just when they fly into Vegas and, and bowl together. So, uh, it's kind of a unique idea and, and it's worked. I mean, it's, I know we've had a top 10 finish. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it's, it's fun. And uh, Mike's going to go out there to Vegas with Will to uh, support our Lefty and Mafia team. So he's going to watch them. And and uh, so I think it's still a fun idea. Yeah. I think it's great. I mean, you guys have built quite the player base, too. You know, you've got quite a really high-profile players who have joined you in that venture. And I've seen other teams create that in their own endeavor, you know, with their own, you know, kind of their region. So you definitely started quite the quite the movement and i had kind of asked the burning question because i feel like a lot of people are going to be wondering you know you get the uh the old joke you know lefties don't move a lot they play the big dot things like that right so my question to you guys is you don't as lefties you might not see a lot of transition often you know if you're bowling six on a pair you might have one or two lefties at the most you know did you find it tough at all to, to have to maybe move more than you might have been used to or did you feel that like all oh, the lane breaks down way better with more lefties. What was your experience with that? Oh, definitely the uh, uh, lanes breaking down was the best part. I mean, sure, we had to start moving quicker, but, man, it just opened up the lanes, and I can see now how the righties feel like when their side breaks down. I mean, it's just amazing. What If you get the 10 guys working together, mm-hmm. you can definitely – build a shot out there and it's just it makes it so much easier yeah it's a lot easier to get to the pocket um now you still have to throw it pretty well to get 10 pins down but uh believe me with one or two lefties in in a 10-man group you you feel like you're splitting boards but with 10 lefties all together and as long as you're making moves in and opening the lane up it's so easy to get to the pocket after that and my final question again it is the storm collegiate spotlight podcast the West Texas A&M University, you guys are part of the Storm team. Can you talk about that relationship and how beneficial that's been for you guys and and, and just um, just even how that ha- has to play a role when it comes to recruiting and, and getting folks out to West Texas A&M? That, you know, at West Texas, that is one thing I, I do say from the get-go is that we're sponsored by Storm. We've been sponsored by Storm since 19, or 2009. And I'm, I'm proud Storms, the sport, Storm supporter, and I always will be. I'll be a Storm family member for life. Yeah, and and you know uh, Hank Boomershine, it went to WT, and you know he's he's what the vice president for Storm. Is that like that? Yeah, yes, <laughs> and and Zach I mean, Trevino was actually our Northwest oh, RM yeah, did attend. Uh, he attended Northwest Texas, you know, excuse me, West Texas as well. That's Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ties to uh, Storm and West Texas A&M. And, of course, you know, I've had the most amount of success on tour was because of Storm, and I'm still a Storm staffer uh, as, as of today. So I'm very proud to be a Storm uh, supporter. All right, guys. Well, I want to th- thank you for joining us. We, you know, we as you're on your road trip there, you guys pulled over to sit down and chat with us. So, thank you for doing that, and um, and all the best of luck on the recruiting trail. Sounds like a fun time to to head across the state for you all, and and uh, like I said, find find some great bowlers up there and recruit some folks. So, thank you again for joining us. All the best of luck with that, and we will be catching up with you guys again sometime. All right. All right.
one. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, Scandal. Thank you. Mark, you had mentioned how you guys are 